Hello, podcast listeners. Andy Clark here. This time, tips on getting a job in the Netherlands. How good is the Dutch job market for expats at the moment? I think it goes better and better. At the beginning, we we saw that the Netherlands was looking mainly for uh, German speakers, French speakers, and sometimes next to it, uh, people that they were speaking Nordic languages. But now we see that it's super open for UK speakers, for example. What can you expect to earn? The salary is around 2,000-2,500 gross for uh, a mid-level position, let's say, in customer service and sales support. And some good tips on what sort of photos you should and should not use on your CV. A photo that is, you know, when you want to to show to your girlfriend or to your boyfriend that you are very attractive, that's super cool. But you need to send it to the right person. Not put it on your CV. My guest is Katarina Alakaridu from Randstad Multilingual, the international arm of the Randstad Employment Bureau. Hello, Andy. I'm Katerina Likaridu. I came from uh, beautiful Greece, originally from Athens, and I'm the principal recruiter of Randstad Multilingual Recruitment here within Randstad. How long have you been in the Netherlands? I'm already here almost six years now. Um, we're talking today about how to get a job in the Netherlands. Um, one of the things that people uh, do is to start to look when they're outside of the Netherlands. Where, where should people look uh, for in the first instance when they're looking for a job here? I think the internet will be the most useful tool. So first of all, there are job boards uh, that are uh, specifically for expat, uh, for expats, for jobs that require different language combination and different skills. And then, of course, is always the social media. Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, all those social media can actually help the candidates find a new opportunity here in the Netherlands. What are some of the big job boards which are good ones? Uh, there are a, a variety of job boards. I can definitely name some of those that we're also in collaboration, like Master Broad, I Am Expat, Expat Jobs, Top Languages, Together Abroad. And when people are in the Netherlands, what's the first thing they need to do so they can actually work here? What are the practicalities that mm. people have to organise? Indeed, uh, they need to be aware that they need to have a, a Dutch social security number. Even if you are a, a EU citizen, you do need that. You need also a home address and a bank account. And the first thing that I will advise them to do is to make an arrangement in one of the Hemendus here in the Netherlands and see how they can get their Dutch social security number, which is called BSN. Okay, and the Gemeente is the city hall. And the Gemeente is the city hall, indeed. <laughs> okay, that's where you have to register there when you come here too. Yes, and there is an opportunity if you don't have a home address to get a temporary one. So what I suggest is first to look how they can get that, even if it's a temporary, even if they don't home, even sorry, if they don't have a home address, and then take it from there because they cannot really start working and be paid if they don't have this number. So this is super important. And in general, what's the job market like in the Netherlands at the moment for expats? I think it goes better and better. At the beginning, we we saw that the Netherlands was looking mainly for uh, German speakers, French speakers, and sometimes next to it, uh, people that they were speaking Nordic languages. But now we see that it's super open for UK speakers, for example, also for Spanish, Italian, and next to it, some, uh, sometimes also for Portuguese. So you see that the market is growing. We see that because Netherlands, of course, is a country of services, first of all, we have positions that are 
require good communication skills and good administra- administrative skills. So uh, most of the positions are customer service, back office positions, sales positions, sales support positions. Then, of course, we have also some positions that uh, requires more specific skills, like in IT or, you know, in engineering. Of course, when it comes to us, we are specialized in customer service, sales support and sales positions. And what sort of salaries can people expect here? Is it good? Can you earn a lot of money? Well, I'm not really sure about that, but you can definitely create a good quality of life. It depends from where you come from. For example, there are candidates that are coming from the Germany, and we know that Germany already gives a bit of a better salary. This is not something that they're going to find here. The salary is around 2,000, 2,500 gross for a, a mid-level position, let's say, in customer service and sales support. Also, of course, it depends in, in work, uh, in the work experience uh, and the skills that the candidate already have. But then I'm pretty sure with that kind of salary, you can start your life here and build your career. And slowly, slowly, you're going to manage. I, I have done the same. Uh, it sounds quite low, though, two and a half thousand gross, because you have to pay quite a lot of tax here. That is true, but you take also some taxes in return. And if you find a job in Amsterdam, indeed, you cannot rent a house by yourself, but you can always uh, find a nice room and share it uh, f- uh, at the beginning. Uh, but this is what the market gives. Uh, and if, if I want to earn more, which sector do I need to be in? Oh, good question. I think if you want to earn more, you need to try to build your career within the company that you're going to be so that people can value you, understand what you can contribute and slowly, slowly, you know, uh, become better and ask for more and have a better position. For example, you can start from a customer service position, but then become a team leader or become uh, or go to the logistic department and be responsible for shipments uh, and order management so you can have a better salary. Also, it depends how many languages you speak, because if you have a very good combination of language, then the salary grows. It can be around 2,700 to, to 3,100 gross per month. Uh, if you speak, for example, German, Dutch and English, then it's a very good combination already. And what about the really big bucks? If I want to earn, you know, 4,000 plus 5,000 a month, what, what is that possible? Well, I always believe that it is possible. If you ask me, I'm more experienced when it comes to mid-level positions. Uh, so it is between 2,000 and 3,000 gross per month. But what I would suggest in that case is to build your networking via LinkedIn, for example. So as you build your career, it's always good to build your networking and help yourself get uh, got a better job and uh, upgrade the, the level of, of, your, of your business and what you're doing. So there are uh, positions, of course, like medical positions, medical and IT, for example, it's a very good combination. Uh, consultancy, it's a very good uh, job that you can earn, I think, more money there. You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast with me, Andy Clark. My guest is Katerina Alikaridou from Randstad Multilingual, part of the Randstad Employment Bureau, which focuses on helping expats in the Netherlands find a job. Coming up, where the jobs are in the Netherlands and how best to present yourself. But first, a call out for you to share the Here in Holland podcast with family and friends and a reminder to subscribe if you haven't already. It's super easy via an app on your smartphone. iPhones already have a podcast app pre-installed. 
It's purple. Just open it up and search for Here in Holland and subscribe. It's free and you'll get all 22 episodes to date. If you have an Android phone, then first download a podcast app. Podcast Addict is a good one, but there are plenty of others. And then search and subscribe. The podcasts are also on SoundCloud if you prefer that route and via the website hereinholland.com. And I'd love to know what you think about the podcast, so please get in touch with me. Facebook is a good way of doing so, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. You can send me a message there. There's also an email if you prefer, hereinholland at gmail.com, and you can check everything out on the website, hereinholland.com. Okay, back to the show. Are there particular cities where all the jobs are in the Netherlands? Amsterdam and Rotterdam are the cities that they have most opportunities for expats. It includes also, of course, Utrecht, Leiden, The Hague. And we saw also that the south part of Holland is also a part that develops a lot. And many international companies, they're located there as well, like Maastricht, Breda, for example. And they can combine, you know, um, they have the luxury also to attract people that they can live in Belgium, for example, or they can live in Germany, or and, and then... Uh, travel and work in the south part of Holland. Yes. Is there a particular way I need to present my CV when I'm trying to get a job in the Netherlands? Is there something different I need to do or how do I do it? How, what's the best way of doing it? It's not something particular that you need to do for the Netherlands, but the CV is you. So you need to spend a lot of time at the beginning to make something that really represents you, that it's you, that you like what you see, so that the others that they will see, they will receive your CV, they will really like it. So the CV needs to include a personal summary of what is your goal, what you're expecting, what are your strengths, the skills, some achievement of yours, what you have achieved already. And of course, it needs to be very concrete when it comes to what you have done, when it comes to your work experience. So somebody that doesn't have the experience of your job will understand what you have done, what are you doing, what are your skills, what are your strengths, what is uh, your interest. Next to it, always a good motivation letter to explain further your goal, further your wish, or maybe to ex- explain some things that you cannot put on your CV, like gaps, like sabbaticals, or, you know, something that you would like to explain further. The motivation letter will help you to do that. But what I want to say to all candidates is that the CV is you on paper. So it needs really to represent yourself, not just be a piece of paper that you didn't really pay attention to it and you just send it away and If you're lucky, you're lucky. Always a photo? Not always, not always a photo. Photo is always good, but please, please, uh, they need to to always remember to put a photo that is professional. We have seen several models, <laughs> uh, several people that, you know, they present themselves and they have good CVs, but then, you know, a duck face, it's not good. A photo that... What do you mean by that? <laughs> by that, I mean like a photo that is, you know... When you want to do so to your girlfriend or to your boyfriend that you are very attractive, that's super cool, but you need to send it to the right person, not put it on your CV. Okay, you've seen some examples of Definitely. people who've presented themselves. Definitely, with um, with a lot of makeup, for example, or with no professional uh, clothes. Um, Bikinis? Yes, we have seen that. Men uh, in, in swimming trunks? No, but we have seen men, for example, having photos like with sunglasses and uh, wear like a uh, pose, which is okay, but still it's not for f- representable for a work environment. That's more for Tinder. 
Yeah, that is more for Tinder, indeed. <laughs> okay, and do you have to have a, a website these days? Do, uh, would most employers expect people to have their own website or, or links to Facebook pages? Or what's, what do you think about that? Well, some candidates, they do have websites because they're also into marketing a lot and they like also to provide customer service uh, via social media and they're, they have their own blogs, they have other interests, and that, that is awesome. They can always put it in their CV. But I think what is important is to have a LinkedIn account that is update. Whatever you have on your CV needs to be on your LinkedIn account as well. And then, of course... Yeah, when it comes to Facebook and other accounts, whatever you have public, I think you need to be a bit careful. Because all of those party photos are also available exactly. for employers. Exactly. So I'm not really sure, you know, and I will not comment what is the right thing to do or what is not the right thing to do. This is irrelevant. But what uh, my tip will be and what I do, for example, well, if there is a photo that is uh, personal, it's personal. It shouldn't be public. So check your settings on social media. But is that your experience that employers actually check people's social media? I don't know about the explo- uh, about the employers, but I do know that we we would like always to have a good impression about our candidates. So, for example, LinkedIn, it's a tool that we use a lot. And we're going to see the LinkedIn profile of this candidate. And also, we do use Facebook in order to recruit. Uh, many people approach us via Facebook, so we do have also access in the, on their Facebook account. They do have access on our Facebook account. We have also a Facebook page. So... Yes, I think we need to be a bit careful of that. Everything's out there. <laughs> yeah. How long does it take to find a job in the Netherlands? I think that if you really prepare yourself well and you know that you have a good CV, you change the motivation letter every time that you want to apply so that it's tailor-made to, to, the, uh, to the new vacancy that you want to apply, and you check the job boards twice per week, LinkedIn and everything, I think a period between two and four months is a period that somebody should expect finding a job. And what sort of basic skills do you have to have to be able to get a job here? When it comes to the positions that I I mentioned, you need to have very good communication skills, very good administration skills, and ability to work, uh, you know, under pressure sometimes, to work within teams, but also independent if needed, and ability to collaborate with different with different uh, departments. So all in all, I think communication skills and administra- administration skills are the, the hard requirements. In general, I, I believe that candidates should uh, show to the employer that they are enjoying what they are doing. And if they saw that and they saw their motivation, then they are halfway there already. Language skills? Do you have to learn to speak Dutch to be able to work here? It's always a plus. But there are many international clients and they can speak only their native language plus English. But it's always, always a plus if you speak also the, la- the native language of the Netherlands as well. Especially, as uh, you said, if you want to grow more uh, within an organization... I believe it is a plus, indeed. But it's not necessary, at least for, for, the, for the first years, no. But English is? English, yes. And a language combination always is preferable. So if somebody that speaks only French, for example, doesn't have the same chances than someone that speaks French and English, or French, Dutch and English. And if you lose your job here to get kicked out of the country? 
No, no. I believe the Netherlands is super it's super friendly when it comes to the quality of life what I, and the opportunities that uh, the Netherlands uh, give. No, you're not kick of the kick out of the country. You will find your next job. And if you have already made a first step here, I believe it's much much easier for to find your second role. Just the last question then. What's what's your golden tip? What's the the thing that internationals, expats really must do if they want to find themselves a good job in the Netherlands? I think they need to work on their motivation. They need to make really certain about themselves why they are here, what is their goal, what they want to achieve, and then go for it. If you know what you're looking for, then you're going to create a CV that represents that. You're going to you're gonna build your networking via social media around what you're looking for and if you if you stay focused on what you're doing you're gonna act, uh, achieve it Katarina Alikaridu there from Randstad Multilingual the branch of the Randstad Employment Bureau for Internationals here in the Netherlands There are lots more here in Holland podcasts, stories on Dutch directness, tips and advice on coping with loneliness, interviews on how to start a business, interviews on how to get married and different ways of learning to speak Dutch. There are loads of fun stories and great information for internationals in the Netherlands or people thinking about coming to live here. Please share the podcast with family and friends. The Here in Holland podcast exists only online. There's no radio station backing me, so I'm reliant on you for spreading the word. And if you haven't subscribed already, then please do so and get all editions direct to your device. It's all free. And remember to let me know what you think of the podcast. Facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland is a good place to do that. I post lots of other interesting stuff about the Netherlands on the Facebook page each day. So be sure to like the page and then you'll be able to follow all of that and join the discussion too. You'll see it all coming into your timeline. The podcasts are also on my website, hereinholland.com, and if you prefer SoundCloud, then they're there too, so you can search Here in Holland and follow. All right, from me, Andy Clark, thanks again for listening, and remember, enjoy life in the Netherlands. It's one of the greatest countries in the world. Until next time, bye-bye.